0: You are listening to the longest-running weekly episodic Filipino Wrestling
1: Podcast. This is the Smart Gilas Filipinas Podcast. Yeah, we're not sounding the way we normally sound. And that's because we're, while we're all complete, we're actually recording from our own home. So we're doing a Skype call right now. And we're recording it by a garage band. But the, uh, the boys are back together again. The gang is back. Stancy at your service. It's
2: period.
1: Ralph Camus at home. Romoran at home. Reporting from Makati. Romoran in his underwear. Yeah. <laughs> and we're coming to you and bringing the number one 27 ranked number podcast one. in the sports and recreation category on the iTunes Store.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah. That's a huge jump.
3: The
1: in a span of like a week, two weeks?
3: Yeah, yeah. No, a week, no, a week is in. no. No, last week, because I, we heard
4: news that we were 127. We right. 123.
3: Right. Now, or we just dropped like four spots down. But where are we in relation to G P?
1: G P is number 113. One, That's 14 spots up.
3: Uh-oh, we're closing the gap. Huh?
1: Yeah. closing the gap ever since. One step at a time. Give it a month or so Well, if you want to help us achieve that goal of closing the gap on cheap heat, you know how to do that. Subscribe to us on iTunes. Download the podcast every week. uh, Rate us, please. Leave a comment. Subscribe via Buzzsprout or uh, your favorite podcast apps on Google Play. Podcast Addict, De Baro. Mm -hmm. That's right. Uh, Podcast Podcast Addict Addict for for any any other podcasts. Any
3: other podcast podcast app on on, uh, the App Store. uh, Sorry, Google Play,
2: my bad.
1: Yeah. So, there, so that's how you can help us, of course, close the gap on cheap heat and continue to rise through the sports and hobbies category on the iTunes Store. Now, uh, as we said earlier, we're not recording at the Melonati 4.7 Studios tonight because it's so Is this still egg guy or Falcon na ba to? It's Falcon.
4: This is Falcon. So it packs quite
1: the punch.
4: Damn. Oh, you shit.
1: <laughs> I got He's that. Yeah, that was good. That was good. I like that.
3: Uh, so, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, but well, my story is the move in the out of the house.
2: I love it. Should so, I stay yeah, or should I go? go? I like,
3: couldn't go anywhere until uh, a few hours ago when it stopped. And now it's a bit more serene
1: at this point. But uh, we don't know that, that for sure tomorrow, tomorrow I guess. Camus, what's your story? You weren't even supposed to make it. I wasn't supposed to make it because I called in sick for work today.
4: I didn't feel so nice. So I went to the clinic, got my flu shot, I'm a lot better now, and I don't want to leave the house.
1: Yeah, I I can't blame you. I mean, I wouldn't want to be around you either. Not now, at least.
4: Oh, more often than not, you would say that, though.
1: (laughs) Wait, Wait, is this the cue? Is this the cue for me to bring up the video from last Friday night? Because that was one hell of a video. What? Many graphic things were said in that video. Who took,
2: the, who took the video? took this
1: video? Oh, Tracy took the video. Tracy Abad from the Madhouse. Huh?
2: Because
1: uh, uh, the story, at least from Tracy's end, was that she and Quark were hanging out at Saguijo, and then they run into Camus. And the first thing Camus says is, and I quote, Quark Canales, I love you, end quote.
3: On the podcast,
1: so he starts going on a diatribe, basically cutting a promo while you know while drunk and shit. And and Tracy whips out her phone and hits record and captures all, all 97 seconds of it and subsequently sends it to me via Viber.
2: What was said in, in this video?
1: Stuff like Nagtatampo uh, like, daw si Camus. Nagtatampo daw si na he doesn't get to go to Singapore and that I get to go to Singapore and that he doesn't get to have any pasalubong. Among other things.
4: <laughs> ah, Because we haven't seen each other yet? You hadn't come
1: back? Yeah, yeah you-, you also told <laughs> me to suck some cock. Okay. Yeah, I did. What?
3: Why will he said what?
1: Yeah, Kamus also told me to suck some cock. <laughs>
0: Why? I have no idea. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry, uh. Okay, uh, so I'm looking at this gif right now. Sorry, I, I got of a bit sidetracked because it's so distracting. It's so hypnotizing,
3: actually. It's a gif on loop. <laughs> it's a gif on loop of uh, Toma Akihana countering a rainmaker by hitting a. hitting a Rakeshi on. Uh, I'm gonna send you a link. I just want you to look at it. It's so, it's so hypnotizing, but anyway, carry on.
1: Wait lang. See, si Honma is supposed to be a comedy character, right? Nah.
4: In a way, yeah. yeah. In a way, no, he yes. Was... So he just found the same move. He can't be taken seriously,
1: though. I mean, that's all I remember from him from Wrestle Kingdom 9. So, like, I, I know that Yano is the comedy character, but I'm not sure about Honma. Try to be home That's
2: all. anyway speaking of Japan let's get right into it since, sure. me, since I brought it up anyway yeah uh, Beast of the East, what do you got from the official unofficial viewing party
3: at Skinny Mike's BGC
4: well from the Skinny Mike's event it was not so bad we had a lot of food it was quite nice but the match that we had to see of course was Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens yeah man with the album I'd say there are about
1: 15 of us. Oh, so, ano? many TV For an unofficial.
4: For, well, that was,
3: like, was like promoted what? Two
4: weeks or three day, days. I'm Sorry, two days, three days right before the In advance, days, yeah. yeah. Yeah, barely anything. And you know, having enough enough people to fill up two tables no, works uh, out quite nice. So no, you know what?
3: Uh, our friend of the podcast, Kevin Davis, is alright with that just a business for skinny legs. It is, it is. And, I mean, no one really goes into a bar at 5.30 in the
4: afternoon That's true. on a Saturday. That's true. So, it's what's best for business, for all businesses involved. So, how much is
3: experience, your experience? Yeah. Uh, despite the you know the, the house show card
2: and the house show quality of match? Well, they're, they weren't all bad.
4: But they weren't all Oh, but I mean, we were able to mark out a bit as a group, you know, do a bit of the chanting, do the, the arm, the, uh, the Finn Balor arm thing. Like, yeah, you know, that, that's badass. Open space. But uh,
3: it doesn't look as badass when you're just like two tables full of wrestling fans doing it, not like uh, at the
1: whole arena. Oh, no, man. I, I mean, I can yeah. tell you from, you know, from first hand experience that w- there's nothing that compares to actually doing that in an arena full of people. As <laughs> in, tang
2: Singapore doesn't even know that shit.
1: Yun lang. I mean, like you know, there was just like a small baller club section, which count, which consists of Red, me, Hub, and like a bunch of other guys. Probably that Singaporean guy. Take it out. Going back That's to Singapore. Right? Sorry, no, no. Really quickly, Lang, Let me just tell you this. Because uh, uh, my running diary of the Singapore experience doesn't sum up the fact that the angry Kevin Owens fan guy from Singapore had that funny Singaporean accent. So Red and I are walking outside the Singapore's indoor stadium and then this guy rants he goes bro okay. bro can you believe this he does not know who Kevin Owen is can you believe he doesn't know who Kevin Owen is And but he sounds like an African no that's really how he sounded like it was so funny alright like he, he literally when dropped the know. S in Kevin Owens I think some dude in his section alright
4: like, oh, God, that's you don't so
3: even upsetting. Around. No, only been around for, like, a few, few months. If you don't
2: follow it... Yeah, well... You if you don't
4: show. follow NXT... No, you don't follow the show that often. You might not know who he is. Three hours after all, like, you get lost in the shuffle. It is true. It is true.
1: This just in really so, quickly.
4: come uh,
1: back to Beast in the East. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, go. No, 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 Go, go, go. Beast in the East.
4: Yeah, uh, where was I? I
1: uh, almost
4: report um yeah i'm done with my report but we how many how many screens did you guys get was to fill people and then
2: singapore oh how many screens did
4: you guys what three three four five six not oh, all screens? not all we got like half and yes. the main and then the main house audio was the rest thing so we were good nice nice what's what your name is there not for long to set it up, up and he had to run <laughs>
1: Fair enough, fair enough. Well, uh, is it too early for us to actually tell them that we're doing Summerfest? No, no, no. We have to, enough. we might as well get the word uh, out. Early word that we are actually doing a Summerfest viewing party, not
3: just as requested. uh, A lot of people have been coming up to us and asking, are we doing a Summerfest viewing party? And we'd like to tell you that that's been part of the plans ever since
2: the WrestleMania play button viewing party was such a hit.
1: I know, I mean, I, I, you know, you know what, I don't think any of us expected that the WrestleMania play button viewing party would be that big of a hit, but because you guys were there, um, you know, the outpouring of support and the anticipation was just so huge, we're thinking of doing it for, for SummerSlam, and we're officially calling the event
0: SummerFest. Uh, word to Jeremy Piven. But, uh, you know what, I have to say that I'm a bit afraid, then um, because, it, uh, um, despite
3: whatever hype we, we generate, uh, SummerSlam isn't the same as WrestleMania, and even though we're, we're gonna put the word
1: out. Right now. I hear we have a lot of prizes to give out for this for this time around. So if that's not gonna be an additional, come on, I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I hear that we have some, we, we got some merch, we got some merch, we got some title belts, we got some T-shirts, and a whole bunch of other giveaways.
3: Same stuff we were able to give away?
1: Uh, same stuff I'm willing to give away on the <laughs> website, yeah, basically. But it's not secondhand hand shit. Uh, going back to
3: Beast in the East, uh, you were saying about Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens. Sure. Hey, right there. Can you believe that they actually pulled the trigger? We we mentioned last week uh, that we didn't think it would happen
1: because it was still a house show. But hey... But there was a percentage there was a percentage of us that you know we felt that if they're ever gonna do it in japan they're gonna do it with this one the way i see it um i, I think it was just really convenient then for them to do it in japan given balor's history there that's one number two i felt like they knew that they were onto something as a network exclusive event like if that big of an event of a title change were to happen on a network exclusive, it would give people more of a reason to tune in at the next network exclusive, right?
4: That's true from a programming standpoint, and I do understand that, but I think this is just really one-time capitalization on a house show, and then maybe if they have, I don't know, something to the level of a Canadian super show or an English super show or one of the Madison Square Garden things, I don't think they're going to be able to be do this, I'd say, on a
2: regular basis. No, the rumor actually is they're planning to do it on a more frequent basis. Yeah. Uh, since oh, it was such a success, they're good for others. for In other places where you don't have to
1: run the show at 5.30 uh, Eastern Time. Exactly. So actually, standard American time, yeah. Well, well, ang gusto nilang gawin, yeah, is to make it more, you know, more uh, time-friendly for the Americans. But like for once, I'm actually happy now. We got an event where we don't have to wake up extra early in the morning, or you know, we don't have Japan. to like, yeah, basically, now you know, we don't have to adjust to other people's time or to to you know uh, the Western Hemisphere's time. For yeah. those of you who have been paying attention to New Japan this week, Dominion just happened. Dominion
4: 7.5. And this was quite enjoyable. I mean, this card as a whole is stacked, but the main event I have to say is one of the best end sequences to a title match that you can see. That's what I'm hearing. Styles. That's what I'm hearing. So yeah, I think we can spoil it at this point. Okada takes the belt from AJ Styles in an end sequence that has counter after counter after counter the near finish and it's just it's a hard racing end sequence but with the title change comes G1 Climax coming up I think at the middle of the month end of the month
1: yeah um no I, I, um yeah it starts like middle of July and, and uh early yeah. August yeah
4: yeah so we have a lot of interesting matchups going on in the brackets and i uh, Bro, I think you have something to say about who you think
3: the top contender for this. Uh, as much as I kind of you know jumped on the bandwagon here, I think it's Nakamura's win. He so he doesn't have the Intercontinental Championship anymore, and he's one of the biggest stars NJPW has. But if you if you say if you hear NJPW, you think of Nakamura and Okada, and if, if you hear Styles, you know you just then you also think of Styles. But since uh.
2: Okada is pretty much a huge face at the moment, and well, Nakamura will also kind of the same way, but he doesn't uh, kind of act like. It. So I think since he has nothing at the moment, like it's his to win, so they can set up uh, the world, the heavyweight championship match
3: at uh, WrestleMania okay? 10.
1: But is it characteristic of New Japan to set up a feud like this on this magnitude? Na six months in advance, at least. Uh, the the G1 climax title shot that you get when you win the whole thing. is for, for Wrestle Kingdom. The, the am I am I correct in saying? That? Yes. So you need to Royal Rumble. It is uh, it will block you
4: in to the main event of Wrestle Kingdom but regardless can, of whoever the champion is. But the, the that title shot can be contested for and lost to someone else yeah it doesn't necessarily mean that you're gonna be facing the guy the same guy when you get your opportunity at the Wrestle Kingdom no, no, no. I think I that mean, happened I mean, two years ago I mean I know I mean uh, the shootout the, the, that you get after winning G1 Climax can also be defended ah oh, yeah like a money in the bank style yeah, yeah it sure. can be defended so yeah, yeah. That, that answers S- that question uh, if, if, whether they do lock in Shot. Um, from yeah. so it could be uh, conceivably either be yeah. transferred, give it up I don't know I
2: mean like uh, when, we, when we look at the Wrestle Kingdom fan, it's going to be a huge matchup either say. yes say Japan is building up their international mainstream presence and so the best way to do that is to make the most out of your big matchups so, yes, and there is no bigger
3: matchup than Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, and I think the biggest matchup they can have is Nakamura versus Okada. But you can also conceivably, uh, possibly run Nakamura versus Styles or Nakamura versus Tanahashi. That 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 stuff works too. But if you're looking, it does. If you're looking to make the most
4: out of your big game stars, it has to be Okada Nakamura. And And Okada and Nakamura, yeah, and Okada and Nakamura are the two guys who are getting the heavy push, not just in Japan, but also across other properties like ROH. ROH,
1: I don't get it, though. I mean, if if you guys are calling Okada and Nakamura the top two, then why Ace of New Japan is Tanahashi? I think he's John Cena.
4: He carries the the whole show, but he doesn't have to... Yeah, exactly. He's John Cena. But John Cena has been doing it a lot better for the past few years. You know, he's, John Cena calls himself the, you know, the face of, rest
3: of place, but he's not the, cha- the world
1: champion at the moment. So, good and then, like, uh, is he? Is he... Tanahashi. So Tanahashi is also like in that same state where he's kind of taking a step back and but' upper mid guard na Yeah, pretty much.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh. Okay.
4: Yeah, pretty much this year by the looks of it.
1: Fair okay. enough.
3: So basically, Tanahashi versus Yano at the moment, just like uh, running. Let's say Cena versus Ruda, or Cena versus Bray Wyatt, something like that. Mm. Or Cena versus whoever Stardust, whatever. Sure. Something like that. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, looking forward to G1 climax. We'll talk about
1: it as it goes on, maybe. Uh, Watch out for updates on Smart Henry. We'll be previewing it uh, with a primer. Yeah, uh, the idea actually, the actually, uh, the idea actually for the primer is to make it easy for newcomers to NJPW to kind of digest yes. who's who and what the G1 climax is. Right. It's not. a important thing. Sorry, PJ.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so move on to RAW. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think everyone got to get this the, the elephant in the room out of the way. Uh, there is no other, I don't know, there is no other thing to talk about really
4: other than the insane main event. Well, the car, the car crash of a car crash
2: that happened. <laughs> oh yeah, and that the car crash
1: of a car crash. Well, if you were gonna sum up Raw, if you're gonna sum up Raw in two matches, it would be Cena versus
0: Cesaro two, and Lesnar versus Carr. Yeah, well,
2: Lesnar versus Carr, Yes,
0: yeah. it's obviously for
4: a yeah. it's, far- it's a hardcore match.
1: Yeah, my, my, my favorite squash match, easily, of 2015. Mm.
3: <laughs> How did, you, did you not see it coming? The, the car would
1: go by. I just didn't. Um How's that? No, I, I just didn't see it coming. I don't know why. I. I did you go to it? Have
3: you not seen what happens to cars in wrestling
1: shows? Well, Eddie Guerrero's cars are they're, largely they're, left they're untouched.
3: Car was smashed in a parking
1: lot, bro. Randy Orton's NASCAR car was smashed by Kofi. Um, sure, an ADR's car was, car. you know, trashed by Seamus, yeah. Exactly. See, JBL, but oh, was his car ever trashed? Car. I don't know.
3: Uh, somebody, somebody dropped it,
1: huh? I think uh, Undertaker once chokeslammed I mean, I mean, I mean, JBL. Yeah,
3: somebody
1: like that. Oh, How do you not know this is going to happen? Fine. Oh, yeah, Re- wrestling logic. I think
4: the only, I think the only, I think the only car that's escaped is has to be Steve Austin's truck.
1: Yeah, then again, that that's a truck.
4: Point, yeah, the big monster truck of his.
1: Yeah, that's a truck. I mean, like right. fat chance. I'm right. just seeing Oh, You'd be
4: surprised. We have Stone Cold 2 k sixteen cover.
1: Yeah, that's right. He's on the covers. Uh, people are excited because uh, 2K16 supposedly has the largest roster ever, which, by the way, I, I think is pre- a pretty stupid thing to say every year. Like, every year they always say it's the largest roster ever, and yet every year, palaging may kulang. And I'm not even talking about those guys that they eventually add into DLC. Parang sasabi nila na, like, you have like 60 ish characters to choose from, and then you get the game, and the default list is just the basic guys who you see on TV. And not necessarily the guys you want to play as, about.
3: Maybe that's why they're advertising it more I being the selling point is that this year, if everyone you can think of, maybe even Creepy Greg from NXT, is going to be in the game.
0: I'd love that. And I'd want to see Creepy Greg, Greg the in the game. Oh, that
1: would be fun to see. Like, I think KD they have a hundred. 150 or 160 character models, parang ganun na yung range. I could be wrong. but I just know it's over 100 for sure. I just hope, just one last thing, I just hope that they don't, they don't try to screw the fans over by having multiple models of one character. Like, uh, I'm not sure if it was last year, or or the year before, now they had multiple Triple H's, multiple Chris Jericho's, like multiple John Cena's. So parang, Yun yun, k- That's so uh,
4: It's cheap marketing for you.
1: Yeah. I guess. Is there anything you want to talk about other than Cena Cesaro? Uh,
2: you don't, I don't want to talk
1: about the Rusev thing. Right. I explained it pretty thoroughly in this week's textual chocolate column. Basically, I just wanted to say that you know, it's kind of iffy, if you cheer for Rusev because... Uh, this guy is still the same guy
2: who, well, who stalks his ex-girlfriend. Even though he's hot as hell, kind of iffy, kind of creepy. You don't want to glorify that. It's you know, kind of the problem. It's kinda
3: it, it gets rapey,
2: uh, yes, rapey vibe. You're, you're glorifying the rapey vibes by even you know,
3: by you know cheering for this guy against Dolph Ziggler, who was the uh, asshole jock who's rubbing drawing the fact that with Lana in Rusev's face. I mean, well, let me me ask you first. Do you empathize with Rusev in any way?
1: No. I don't.
3: It's a small moment. Just a small moment. uh, That's fine. But not completely. No, I just want to ask if there was a part of you that empathized with Rusev in that segment, or in this feud so far.
1: Honestly, not really. In this
3: even yeah, also, but say not really before my, uh, Not, really, my not
1: text. Text. Yeah, even before, even before Texo chocolate, like I, I, don't see anything to root for in Rusev yet. I'm waiting, pero what happened on Raw isn't enough yet for me. I'm not like, unlike say Brandon Stroud, who's on Team Rusev for life.
3: I mean, like you know, uh, you know this. I felt something. It's like you feel you feel a little bad for him, but then at the same time you realize. Well, this is his own fault, so you're not supposed to feel bad. Yeah, exactly, right? Exactly. That's why I think it's if we're gofying him in some way. So even though uh, you were probably once in the position now, you were crushing at this girl, and then the the more handsome, more, more popular guy comes in and swoops her
2: out of your reach, even if that happened in your life before, I don't know, awkward. But, okay, hit the line up, and it's not an excuse to really to really empathize the group. But
3: it's, again, like I said, in, in textual travel, it's really, I think that's from Henry. Uh, you can uh, actually, there is a possibility this person can evolve into someone you can cheer for without without feeling bad for cheering for.
1: Wait, lang, this just in. Uh, I'm on Instagram right now, and. Right, right, fine. You remember yung, yung uh, Happy Birthday Chris Panzer post ko from last week? Sure. So I tagged yes. friend of the podcast, Jam Alice of Magic, and she, she just commented right now after like an ex- a lengthy exchange. She just commented right now, and I quote, Love you po at PWR Panzer, blushing emoticon, end quote.
3: Yeah, hurry up, hurry up before
1: she has a change of heart and deletes this shit.
4: <laughs>
0: this is glorious. Did you see it?
3: Right there. Uh, I'm loading my Instagram. Anyway, keep going. Um, back to Rusev for a moment.
2: Yeah. But um, it's so possible for him to evolve, to write him as a better person. If we're going that way, say, okay, if I were WWE, you could say, okay, I see that these, this... Um,
3: this Section of my audience is has touched has nerve touched by what happened and you might as well write some write a redemption story for the guy they wanted to cheer for So why not right you, you take advantage of it and then
1: maybe make a new star in the process and make something out of a like. I know, I find it funny lang ro. I, I just want to bring up the point that you raised sometime uh, la- yesterday, at our two days ago na. Summer Rae seems to be the only babyface in the feud, cause she just genuinely wants to help Rusev out. And I actually have a counter to that, mostly because she was the one who laid her hands on Lana first. Like Lana has never been, yeah, la- Lana never been a, a fighting character. Like she's always been no contact. And the first time she has established contact. Aside from you, Rusev accidentally hitting her at Mania was when Summer Rae slapped her across the face.
2: I like
3: to think that she was helping her friend out by defending him. You know, but know, maybe she sees Lana as a heel after when She's uh, deliberately put Rusev through. they was having She was a bitch for, for deliberately. Seducing love to make herself jealous. Yeah. which is not necessarily the case. What do you mean? No, it is. It is is the seduction. No. Seduction. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's not necessarily the case. That's what she said. That's what Lana said.
1: Yeah, they acknowledged it was a game.
3: Ah, okay, then? Ah, someone's not paying attention.
1: Eh. gonna play the magin Greg the Virgin Valentine.
0: He
2: doesn't even know who Greg the Virgin is.
0: Yeah. Probably not. Sorry, guys.
3: Who is Greg the Virgin? The stats guy of GP. Oh. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, like, again, i Again, back for the like, third time. Uh, it's possible, but the right groups have honorably. And that's just... The
0: best way to start, the simplest way to start, yes, is to have him be remorseful of how we acted and not be a douchebag about things. I be find
4: apologetic for a change. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yep. I just find it weird. Uh, uh, you know,
1: two years after people have been clamoring for Ziggler to be like a fan favorite and shit, and wh- you know how he's supposedly at the apex, uh, at the apex of you know people's adoration for him, we're finding a reason to like turn on him. You know what I mean?
3: Uh, I think it's not finding reasons. It's more of of what he's doing right now, what he's
4: being made to do. So. It's not what he should be doing. It's not mm-hmm. to his talent level or the t- level that, you know, would be appreciated. I also tweeted during her all that, uh, Rusev was,
1: was better when he was out here trying to save the company. Which is true. He was better than Sino, sorry, wait, Rusev trying to save the company, what, sorry? Ah, sorry,
2: sorry, Ziggler,
1: Ziggler, my bad, Ziggler. Ah, yeah. No, yeah, I, I totally get you. Like, the Survivor Series view yung story niya at the time. Yung, uh, the Survivor Series view. Can you call that Peak Ziggler, though? Like, if, if, you could, if Dolph Ziggler's WWE career ended today, when did Peak Ziggler happen? Yeah, yeah, I would agree it was Survivor Series 2014. Despite the fact that he was champion at some point, despite the fact that he was money in the Mr. Money in the back at some point,
2: yes. Yes.
1: Didn't he have another one? (laughs) The One Day Rain has an asterisk, but didn't he have another one? uh, The one where he cashed in on ADR.
2: Yeah, that's that's
3: also an asterisk because he spent most of it
1: in a uh, Damn it, Swagger.
3: So, yeah, um, it is Pete Ziggler because they gave him the, the, the pinfall. And that's huge. Even though, um, you know, never mind that Sting was there to help him out. But the fact that he looked strong in the win by himself, that, that is Pete Ziggler. that's... That is, yeah. That something he, he, else happens.
1: Sorry, now that you mentioned that uh, Sting helped him out, it reminds me of Eddie's win at No Way Out. Because people conveniently forget that Goldberg helped Eddie out also.
3: because you know mind the, First thing, it did, it did lead to Ziggler winning, but uh, the Goldberg
1: interference in the in the No Way Out 2004 championship match was it was a spear, but Eddie was Eddie still had to finish the match, and so it didn't lead to a pinfall victory. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. Uh... So, you know, uh, that I, it's okay
3: that people are cheering for Ziggler if they find something to to get behind, but I, we, so, we still have to remind them that this guy is still creepy, stalky uh,
2: ex boyfriend, creepy vibes.
0: Right. Right.
1: Um, are we good with with Rusev and Ziggler? Anything else you guys?
3: Yep, yeah. yeah. yeah, we're good.
1: Um, you want to touch on your commentary notes? (laughs) Wait, you guys want to touch on the commentary notes?
3: Uh, I'm still going through them, but, uh, uh, you know, Anthony and I are writing up a quick, not a quick, it's been taking us a while now. We've been writing up a reaction to it. And it's interesting for one to say, one, because it's ridiculous. Uh, you can see where it's really ridiculous but on the other hand the, that guide has some sensible suggestions and it, and those suggestions are not uh, when you when you hear commentary today they're not being applied now so it kind of makes me wonder if how how so I mean like it kind of makes me wonder what guide are they using now is it still so this one is there
1: one, it doesn't line up. Yeah, because keep in mind, if you actually saw the commentary notes that made its, uh, made the rounds on the internet, I believe that's from 2010. Because it says World Heavyweight still. Champion Jack Swagger. So in the five years no, since still. that was written, yeah, parang, uh, uh, what happened? Because I agree with you that there were some points in in those notes that made total sense. Like for one thing, I can tell you that I like how they advise commentators to ask questions and to make the viewers connect the dots on their own instead of flatly sorry what
3: yeah yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Cause
1: I, I... right because no, I remember that 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 part uh, specifically na, uh, they tell the announcers to make the viewers connect the dots on their own by asking questions instead of blatantly telling the, the viewers that X is beating up Y because of Z Instead of doing that, parang, what must be going through John Cena's mind now that he is aligned with Bret Hart? I remember that part. Parang, has John Cena sacrificed his future and his career by aligning with Bret Hart and going against Mr. McMahon? You know, stuff like that. It, it is, it's a very subtle thing. Pero when you think about it, you realize that oh, no, ang big difference niya in terms of uh, nuances. Uh, it also says oh. you're not supposed to scream. So, who forgot to tell JBL this rule? Does JBL scream a lot? Like, I think Malak game boss is Yeah, he does. No, no, no. Yes, he does. He does.
3: When, you, when, he, when he gets all indignant. Yes, it's play, like every third sentence when he gets all preachy and defensive.
1: Ah, uh, when he goes wah, wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so, you know, uh, I uh, What else? Um, I
0: think Booker screams a lot.
3: No, he doesn't. He's, uh, he's, he's excited. He's excitable. Yeah, he gets agitated, but he doesn't scream. Jl screams when he when he when he makes a rant. Make but uh, um, actually these rules, uh, if you look at the parts that don't, that are not nonsense, you know, if you look at the parts that are sensible, they actually teach the announcers how to match what they are. So this shit is what J. AR does, the descriptive, be connected to that, that's all I miss
1: about Yeah, no, uh, I, I, I totally get it. Uh, I found it interesting yeah. that they uh, were very specific about talagang mga words that they didn't want to be said, aside from the obvious, wrestling, uh, blood, even title shot, na you don't get a shot at the title. You get what I mean? No, na the championship group. offers tuning.
3: Uh, my reaction about our article is that uh, I see Kevin Dunn is to blame. For example, please never use the words title changing
1: hands again uh, for Kevin Dunn. Titles are won or lost; they don't change hands. My reaction to that is I think Kevin Dunn really loves Batista's portrayal as tracks in this is *The Galaxy*. Hmm. Because he can't take you, mga metaphors and similes.
3: Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everyone knows what changing hands mean. Everyone knows what on the line means. It's uh, it's actually splitting hairs when it comes to... What's this? Words to avoid. Belt out. We don't have belts or straps. We have championships and titles.
2: Mm-hmm. Championships.
3: The belt represents something. <laughs> so right,
1: the belt represents something. So you do have a belt.
2: <laughs> oh, naman.
1: I wonder, though, if there are, like, smart announcers. Like, I'm, I'm assuming Renee Young is a smart announcer. I wonder if she's ever looked at these notes and thought, this shit, like, parang ambobo a Why am I dumbing myself down? No, I think, I think, I think Cole is a smart announcer. Just being able to say. Yeah. Yeah, but Cole actually was really good for Beast of the East where he was we basically had free
2: reign oh yeah we forgot to say that uh, we have, we forgot to give props to Michael Cole you know messing yeah up. Michael Cole calling it calling it without BKM in his ear without any, you know messing up Paul Nakano and Tatsumi Fujinami's name
3: aside he did a good job
1: it's been a while since we could actually say yeah, he... Michael Cole did a good job Uh,
3: I guess, uh, you know what, I guess Vince wasn't awake for the
4: show.
1: He wasn't there he was, no, in Japan. He didn't go.
4: Couldn't have been, because Cole was, Kuo was able to name drop NJPW during
2: the show. Oh, well. Uh, hey, Yeah, I know.
0: Coming to you live from the internet, this is Breaking KFAB News! With Stan Lee C. Pass up. <coughs> Excuse people. Sports entertainment mogul Vince McMahon has compiled a list of stringent rules that fans of World Wrestling Entertainment are expected to follow. This is all according to backstage documents leaked today on Reddit. The documents provide detailed, almost dictatorial guidelines for how fans should self-identify as members of the WWE Universe for whom they should cheer and how they should properly behave at WWE live events. Among the dozens of bullet points on 17 pages of guidelines, they include, number one, Total Divas is quality entertainment. Watch it. Number two, Vote in WWE polls and pretend your vote actually counts. It's fun. Number three. Do not chant for commentators. They are not the stars. Number four. Do not bring up the whole Kitty Vic thing. Number five. Enjoy NXT, but not too much. Remember, Raw and SmackDown exist too. Number six. Don't forget who gave you all of this, your Lord and Savior, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. This revelation of the confidential documents is the second such leak in as many days. Yesterday, McMahon's purported instructions for WWE announcers leaked online, revealing the authoritarian control he exerts over practically every word uttered on WWE programming. According to one backstage source at WWE, the documents are being released by a mysterious disgruntled employee known only by his online pseudonym, Long Island Z. Back to you, Raph Thomas. Thank you, Sandy C for that KFAB news update. Now we return to our regularly scheduled podcast.
1: Right. Uh, so, aside from the fact that Michael Cole did one hell of a job at Beast in the East, uh, we'd be very much remiss if we did not talk about Cena Cesaro which goes into pick of the week say. Um, can you make it like a unanimous pick of the week, or is one of you going to call Dibs on this? Uh, I, I actually want to call something from Dominion, but go ahead. Uh, I'm not I gonna, do. No. It's honorable. To... Dimension of the week. If, you, if you're taking this as pick of the week, then I can choose something else. Yeah, sure. I'll, I'll take it as pick of the week. That's no, okay. Yeah, uh, Cena Cesaro easily pick of the week just because. I didn't expect Cesaro to even have another match, period. Diba? Tapos, uh, yeah, me too. Especially after, um, last week. And then, add to that the fact that both Sina and Cesaro, and I-, I gotta give Brandon a shout out for this. Diba na, these guys were jet lagged, coming from Singapore and then Japan. was for them to have gone at the rate that they did, and they wrestled a 30-minute match, which was, well, I, I, could, I-, I could call it a classic already. Um, based it's, not on the just that, uh,
2: it's not just
3: the fact that they wrestled a 30 minute match when you take into consideration their particular wrestling stats that they actually do a lot of strong man lifts to do that in the middle of a 30 minute match or at the tail end of a 30 minute match that is some insane endurance conditioning because by that time any normal person would not be able to lift anything as heavy as uh, anything no you can lift something to lift the human being there above your head and do it with that much height exactly so it's insane just that's the kind of conditioning
1: these two guys have sobrang yeah. galing uh, pa I just love the fact that Cesaro them, brought out everything I love that Cesaro brought out everything like he, you could see him pull out crossface after crossface I, I, I don't recall ever having seen Cesaro bust out the crossface and I wanna say that
3: someone in the back has to pay attention because Cesaro wrestled like a main event around there you, see, you don't see that kind of map so much. He's a main eventer. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. He's a main eventer and not a devil. You yeah, know what you're talking about. Yeah, and you're splitting hairs for me, but I'm, I'm trying to say that technically he's
2: in a mid-card. And there is an
3: expectation of a mid-card level match. And he just wrestled like he was... was above and beyond. Yeah, he wrestled like a main eventer. And... Um, Okay, now that everyone can see that Cesaro can actually hang uh, by working, hang in the main event by working like he, he's in the event. Someone has to pay attention and give him something, something more than he gets now. But it's kind of sad then that Tyson Kidd has to be injured severely for him to get this kind of shine. You have a point there, bro. And, you know, it is unfortunate, but
4: then this, this is one of the circumstances that he can be in. I have to say, two, two weeks stealing matches, two weeks straight of stealing the show, that's something for him to be part of.
1: No, and I, I think uh, you, have, you also have to consider that um, even if nobody in the back... Matters paid attention to the fact that he had two consecutive, um, you know, pick of the week worthy matches. The fact that Cena put him over at the end of that Raw in Chicago, I think that has to get someone's attention. I hope so. So I think he connected for for once. (laughs) Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, He actually connected and delivered. Uh, So, Carlos, your pick of the week. My pick of the week comes from
4: NJPW Dominion. It would be Kada versus AJ Styles. This match, I mean, this this was just so good. Honestly, there is a
2: lot to pick. A lot of good moments. But the end sequence of this match was
4: just majestic. And I know that it's been said before, I'm not sure if it was Smart Henry or on the podcast, that of all the things that NJPW called secret, uh, sacred, is it's their end sequences. And this is testament to how good they are at building those. And props to these two guys. Amazing cardio going into it as well. But this was just so good on so many levels. All right. And my favorite week, uh, what I would have to say, is I'm actually taking... Uh, Neville versus Jericho from Beast hey. no, no feel. and Beast. Hey! I don't know how I feel I just want to tell you fuck that I'm um, objective as fuck. I do not talk about wrestling. But this was a great match. And I was, you know, it's easy for someone to pick uh, Owens versus Balor for the NXT championship for the same show. But this one, this one just stole the show from right under you. Because everyone was expecting Again, the championship match. Nobody was expecting the old guy for, first of all, to win. Second of all, to steal the show. you didn't get that much time to work with. Thomas, what was, the, what was the experience like when you were watching Neville, Jericho, and Skinny Mike's? Well, that match in particular, there was a lot of wing and eyeing, but really, we, because it was... Was the Jericho? We weren't expecting that much, but it was—it exceeded expectations at the show. I mean, a lot to say about how good Jericho was that night. I was surprised,
1: not you know, know, they brought they, it.
4: Bringing that back, that we marked out.
1: I was surprised that Jericho brought it, but then again, at the same time, hindi rin ako nagulir, kasi it's Japan. No, parang it was a homecoming, not just for. For Finn Balor, but also for Jericho. And I guess part of him also kind of got a bit ticked off in dream match, or that that match with Balor he was looking forward to got rescheduled to Okinawa the night before. That brings us to the end of episode 68 of the SGP podcast. Clearly, uh, it's a very rudimentary makeshift episode. So uh, you'd probably... Yeah. That we can actually do this over Skype. So that we've unlocked that technology, so Expect international guests. Yes. Yes. Actually, yeah. yeah, that's the plan. Uh, that, we can actually do that to bring in international guests. Yeah, th- that's the plan. Uh, we just okay. have to make sure yeah. that. Yeah, we just have to make sure that the connection is always steady. But yeah, for the most part, we've made this work. Uh, this this call has been going for about an hour, so that's that's a good thing. Um, if you have any feedback though on not just this episode, but on you know the previous episodes of the SVP Podcast, feel free to rate us on the iTunes Store. It also helps that you subscribe, help us climb up the rankings. We're at number 1, 27, and you can help us climb up higher. So just search for us, the Smart Gilas Filipinas Podcast. You can also hit us up on Twitter. It's at underscore Stan C for me, at Ro is War for Ro, at Caveman Camus for Camus. Uh, and uh, we've got to give a shout out, of course, to the boys and the girls of PWR. Thank you so much for always letting the SGP podcast be the home of PWR. Uh, what else? Next week, episode 69. You
4: know what we got
1: planned there. Hey, oh, we, we got something huge planned for episode number 69. Something huge.
4: Something enormous.
1: Yeah? Uh, so enormous, I hear it goes nom 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 nom. That's
3: what it is. <laughs> yeah,
1: 69. Yep. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, we're out of here. Uh, happy happy weekend, everyone. I hope it's not raining wherever you are. Peace out. Yeah, be safe, be safe, be safe. Be, be dry. Peace. Peace out, guys.